Ellis, and this is the Exceptional Admins Podcast, where I invite admins, executives, and influencers to come together in an intimate setting. The world for administrative professionals doesn't just involve basic tasks. It includes an array of requests, challenges, and triumphs. During each episode, you'll be a witness to candid conversations and hear and join in on many, many laughs. And for those that know me, it wouldn't be complete without thought-provoking moments. The distinguished guests sharing time with us during each episode believe in the admin profession and have much to contribute to the greater good of executives, their admins, and organizations. Now, let's get to today's topic. I have a treat for you today. I have spliced together some best of questions and answers revolving around those aha moments, specifically aligned with professional development. Everyone take in these different discussions and I'm excited for you to hear it and so enjoy. First up we have from episode 57, are you promotable? A really great question and answer provided by my guest, Sheremy. And so I'm excited for you to hear this as we start off this best of aha moments episode. All right. So what are some key action items, which you mentioned this in the intake? So I'm curious to see your answer because I've got an add on if it doesn't come up in your answer. What are some key action items you'd recommend for someone who's looking to take charge of their professional development? Yeah. So, so many things, (laughs) but I think, I think number one is, you know, knowing what you bring to the table. Um, I think it wasn't probably until my second or third, um, role change that I realized that I didn't even know how to, describe what I was doing. Um, <laughs> you just did it. You know? <laughs> yeah. it was I just get stuff done. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just administrative support, you know, that's yeah. what it is, you know, but yeah. I had to think about something that a college professor told us when we left. And I realized that I was only doing it for communication stuff, but I, I wasn't doing it for the admin support, which was have a, a digital and a physical shoebox. And that means that every month you take time, even if it's just 10 minutes, uh, make a Google calendar reminder this monthly, make it easy and write down what you did this month. You know, write down what you did this week, not so much so that you can just check it off, but so that you know, you know, what kind of things you're accomplishing and also so that you can begin to prepare yourself for the next role, even before you're thinking about it so that if you have to leave a position or you want to leave, it's not like a scramble for, oh my God, I need to update my resume with what, you know? So, mm-hmm. and I think even in talking to um, a resume professional, um, she was just telling me, she's like, your, your resume is good. Like I see the experience. She said, it's not very actionable. And so I think part of making it actionable was being able to say that, yes, I managed this bu- budget of $300,000 it was able to stay in budget X, Y, Z, or save this amount of money. So, you know, just again, like these tasks that we think are very menial, very simple, very admin, you know, related, they're big things and that they matter on your resume and they matter in life. And no matter where you're trying to go with your career, I think we just have to do a better job of bragging on ourselves by remembering what we actually do every day. (laughs) So true. Here's another one, you guys. My guest, Mish, from episode 29, titled Change Agent, gives some really good insight into taking kind of some small risks 
And this risk is easy and it's revolving around you understanding the vision of your executive and leadership and what their goals are. Enjoy. How can we encourage an assistant to, or push the assistant to recognize, to take that risk? For your point, speak up. Yeah, speak up is is a big one. And check in with your executive's vision constantly, your leadership vision. You know, vision for the company, vision for the culture, vision for you as their assistant. When you're aligned with those things, your power and your influence will increase. Your confidence will increase because you're aligned with everything that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, filter through a lot of noise. I think sometimes we get caught up in noise, right? Like we're hearing it from all different sides. You're at that seat, you're, you're that gatekeeper and you're hearing all these things and you have to filter through it and that'll help you take risks too. And you, you start to stress out about those things. And once you know what's important, what's not, you kind of gain again, more confidence in taking risks and making decisions and speaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, you know, recognize success and what that measurement is to you and to your executive. In this next episode, my guest, Joan, who is very versed in leadership and business many decades, she came on the show to talk about leadership. Her episode is episode 53, and she's got some great confirmation wisdom in this next segment. So enjoy. When you think about an executive assistant, and let's pull from the ones that have probably left a lasting memory with you, what are some of those qualities and strengths that some of the admins can start thinking about? I'm going to develop that more because it is something that helps me stand out in my career. So what comes to mind when you think of some top admins? You know, I mean, I always sort of sort of laugh at the, they tend to be the jack of all trades and not the master of one, you know, yeah. because when you think about the role and, and then also just hardworking, um, just like everyone else. And mm-hmm. um and under-recognized. Uh, yeah. And, and that's okay because sometimes, you know, in that role, especially I think egos are checked at the door as, as should be with most roles, to be honest with you. True. And, um, but more so in that. And, and I sort of call them the gentle giants. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think the other thing too, is, you know, having, I, I look at good EAs as having really good problem solving skills and anticipating needs. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes you can go through the routine of your job, but unless you can foresee, like you were saying earlier, geez, maybe we don't have to have that meeting here or there because we could do something else, or maybe we could just make this decision in five minutes instead of spending an hour. So mm-hmm. those kinds mm-hmm. of things and adaptability. I mean, in that role, especially geez, mm-hmm. things change right and left. In this next segment, I have got Lynn from episode 33 talking about the importance of making the mundane purposeful and making individuals who may have down periods um, meaningful. And so enjoy. A strategy for someone to be able to use when they start to question in a period of mundane. Yeah. So I love what you said about, you know, letting the the ebbs and swells um, really ride out. And I do think that when we have a quieter day or week or month, that's a great opportunity to innovate and take initiative. 
um, show your creativity and in, in how you can um, add additional value. And so sometimes your best next steps come from there because you have the space to innovate. Um, but I do think that, you know, there are, like you said, seasons to every career. And so when I started, I was a reporter writing articles. And, you know, eventually I got to the point of being a freelancer. I could have moved up the ladder to editor or taken another pivot. Um, but I think that we have to embrace that at different parts of our career, um, we're needed in different ways and we have different interests. And so it's really important to, to welcome that and to understand that there are opportunities around every corner and we may not know what they look like and it may not be what we went to school for, or what we're trained for. Um, but it could be wonderful. And so just being open to that possibility, I think, is a really beautiful thing. All right. In this next episode clip, I have got Darren from episode 34, Positive Intelligence, really putting some heart thumping and brain uh, thumping words of wisdom into your ears. And so enjoy. I'm not enough. And in the work that I do, and one of the very large reasons with launching this podcast in November of 2019 was to provide a place for assistance, pretty much professionals who support people to show up and be reminded of many great things, as well as be uh, presented with things to consider, things to feel uh, properly challenged so that they can be, as you have in your you know, opening bio, their best version. When you think about the phrase, I'm not enough, and you mentioning that the feedback people were giving to you is ultimately a gift, which I love to hear you phrase it that way, how can someone start to dismiss the I'm not enough thinking? That is uh, a, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's a deep question. <laughs> that is the million dollar question. It is, isn't it? Any certain it really tools is. that you pull from with your work with positive intelligence? Yeah, very much so. Um, so again, I'll speak more specifically to me and some of the folks that I've seen go through positive intelligence and have these great outcomes. The first is recognizing the voice of your inner judge. <laughs> Say that one more time, please. That's too good. Voice of? Recognizing the voice of your inner judge. Okay. Very good. Now, these are positive intelligence terms. So if judge doesn't resonate, some of us have imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Some of us have an inner critic. Mm -hmm. Hopefully one of those three resonates. Mm -hmm. And the voice is I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. People don't like me. I screwed this up. I always screw it up. Whatever your voice says. Once you recognize that voice and you recognize how much you judge yourself and how much you judge others, that's step one to overcoming this dilemma we're talking about. Two is recognizing that we are at all times the best versions of ourselves. We may not act like it, but we always are. And this gets into more of the vernacular of positive intelligence. We talk about it being our sage, our mm. better self, mm -hmm. our true self, our higher being. Again, whatever term you like best. Mm -hmm. And the I way like that sage, I get, yeah. sage is wonderful. And so the way that sometimes we can embody this sage in the absence of going through the positive intelligence work is to think about a time 
where you were completely in your flow. Mm. You were operating as your best self. You were proud of yourself. There were no hiccups. The voice of the judge and the quote unquote, I'm not enough was completely gone. You didn't even hear that voice. Maybe it was a time at work. Maybe you were being a great parent. I'm a mountain biker. Sometimes when I'm on the bike, I am in my ease and flow and I feel wonderful. doesn't matter what it is. But if you can embody that feeling of your own greatness and recognize the voice of judge when it tries to get in the way, um, those are the two secrets to me. Well, there you have it, everyone. I put all that together. This was fun for me, something new and creative for me to take on and to share with you. I've got uh, some other ideas around the best of pieces of prior episodes up my sleeve. So look out for those soon. And if any of these resonated with you or any of the other longer full episodes did, I'd be grateful for a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.